Welcome back, guys, to Devore Darkens Live podcast, episode number 162. And in today's show, I have a special guest, my brother, Michael Washington. And we're going to be talking about business, mindset, sales, entrepreneurship, and family. So if you're looking forward to listening to something that just might change your life, this show just might do it. Uh, without further ado, let's hop into it. Let's get it. Tell the people who you are. You did it already. Michael Washington, super entrepreneur, uh, mindset master, <laughs> uh, person. I'm a, I'm a man of the people. Uh, ultimately, my goal is to help people, and that's what I do. That's why I'm here. Um, in the most humble way, pretty successful, right? Absolutely. Just like Nike, just do it. Uh, let's not allow anything to hold us back. That's just what it is. <laughs> Listen, guys, for my followers who watch me all the time, after 160 episodes, if you want to know who uh, is an embodiment of everything that I teach, it would definitely be my brother for sure. So I uh, had to throw that in there as Thank well. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you. So let's kick off sales. Why should sales be something we need to talk about? Sales is important. Why? Because that's what everything's built around. Mm. When you go to the grocery store, I mean, I know you know what you want, but what do you look for? Most people look for a sale, right. a deal, right? right? When you go to purchase a car, mm -hmm. that sale, somebody tries to come out and they want to offer you something, right? Right. You might go there looking for a white Honda and they might shift your thinking and you might leave in a black Range Rover. Yeah. Right or wrong? Right. And depending on what they sell you, they're going to make more what? Money. Money. Mm -hmm. So that's what everything's based around uh, when it comes to sales. I feel like in t forever in school, they don't teach us about sales. Mm -hmm. They don't teach us how to negotiate, right? No. They don't teach us how to talk, right? They no. have the communications in college, but still. And they don't teach us about, you know, the things that matter most. Obviously, credit, leveraging your credit, taxes, stuff that we need when we get out of when we get out of high school and we go into the real world. Right. So if we don't come from a family where this education is already taking place in the household, mm -hmm. we get out into the world and we have to kind of figure out, figure things out on our own. And to me, that's terrible. Absolutely. Everybody is a salesman. Absolutely. I think most people don't get that. They actually believe being a salesman is negative. Mm -mm. In fact, it's the most valuable, profitable skill in the world ever. Any negotiator, whether that's the FBI, which I don't have the book on me. Chris Voss is an FBI negotiator. He wrote the book, Split the Difference. It's all about sales. A father has to sell. Mother has to sell. Yep. Your brother, your sister, your friend. Everybody's selling. The issue like you brought up is we don't learn that in school. And where do you think we should start first when it comes to sell? What do you think is the first principle people need, need to learn? So the way you carry yourself is, is a sell, right? The way people think about you is a sell. So, and people sell differently. Like if I'm coming at you, hey, you should buy this, you should try this, you should try this, and I'm too aggressive, right. you might be a person who's turned off and says, ah, I don't like that. Mm. I can be somebody instead who says, hey, and I educate you on something. Did you know that this car is good for this reason? Did you know going solar is in the future, it's, it's amazing for the future. Right. Did you know that PG&E is going to start raising people's uh, electricity bills 30% starting June 2023? And you're going to be like, what? Oh, I'm tired of that bill. Yeah. Instead of coming to your house, hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. I don't want to badger you. 
but you need to do this, right? Right. There's different types of salesmen, but it all starts with yourself. Whether you like to admit it or not, you, you have to sell yourself. Absolutely. Think about it. When you want to get into college, what do you have to do? You have to write a paper mm-hmm. on, on, on why I want to get into this prestigious college, right? Right. Think about it. When you, when you want to go play on a sports team, you have to go out there and sell your talent. You got to yeah. go show like, hey, man, I'm just as good to be on this basketball team. Okay, we're going to let you 15 on the, on the team. Right. Wherever you, whatever you want to do, that's what it is. If you want to be in a group of friends and alum, you want to become an uh, alumni of whatever in college, right? You have to sell yourself. Everything's a sell. And I think the word sell, people like intertwine it with a car salesman mm. or a situation that was ugly in their life, right? And it doesn't right. necessarily always have to be that. Like you as a life coach, a mindset coach, you may not be the guy that says, listen, you may not do uh, Tony Robbins. Hey, you got to get on here. You got to buy my books. You got to buy my programs. You might be a guy who's an educator and allow the, you allow the sales to come that way. Yeah, of course. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But you absolutely have to understand mm-hmm. that you have to be sold in this world no matter what. Because if you're not sold, it's not it's not going to happen. Matter yeah. of fact, let me, let me actually relate even more. When you go to that nine to five and you're trying to get a higher position, you have to sell someone higher than you yeah. to say, hey, you know what? Let's 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 make them a manager. Let's make them a supervisor. Let's right. make them, you know what I mean? Let's make them an owner. Let's make them a partner. You have to sell yourself though. Right. Yeah. For me, the first principle is definitely you got to sell yourself, meaning you got to be sold on Facts. whatever it is you're trying to sell people, right? Facts. Uh, another way to put it is what I learned from Bob Proctor, which is you got to be a product of what you're selling. You got to be a product of the product. I mean, you got to be an embodiment, an example of what you do sell. You know, a lot of people, they're selling stuff that they have no experience in, mm-hmm. no, um, you know, time in whatsoever. They're just selling it because they're trying to get money. Correct. And there's a difference, right? So um, I think for a lot of people out there, when you hear the word selling, you initially think, oh, they're trying to get something out of me. Correct. But a, an experienced salesman, someone who's great at what they do, they know what you want mm-hmm. and what they're selling you is the solution. Correct. Right. And they know how to do that. And that all starts with them being sold on what they're selling you in the first place. Correct. You know, um, what would you say is the second principle in selling? Yeah. So first you said how you present yourself, how Absolutely. you carry yourself. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two would be confidence. Okay. Not just how you look, but now confidence, but conf- right. confidence comes with what you were saying. Yeah. People have to know what they're selling. They have to be educated on what they're selling. Right. And, and then they have to be educated on who the target market is, the audience, right? Right. I'm not going to come sell. I'm not going to come trying to sell solar to you if you're a 13 year old child, a boy. Right. Of right? course. You yeah. Don't, you don't own the house, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it doesn't, that's just not what it is. Mm-hmm. So you have to identify your target market and make sure that you have confidence in the conversation. Right. So right. confidence. And that comes with practice of what you're, of what we're trying to do. So like if we, if you guys are watching right now, so three principles to become better at sales would be number one, how you carry yourself. Uh, number two, you got to be a product of the product. And number three is the confidence, which takes care of itself if you do the first two. Right. Absolutely. I, I'm a firm believer in, in how you dress says a lot, too. Mm-hmm. What, what do you what are your thoughts about that? A million percent. I'm either <laughs> and, and in my life, it's different mm-hmm. because I'm either in a sweatsuit or I'm in a real suit. Right. Right. So and you know that. Suits. So, so, but then again, I'm a, I'm an owner in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So really how I carry myself to my people, 
uh, it means a lot. Right. And, but when you get to a certain point, how you dress is kind of, I don't want to say it's irrelevant, but when people, when people already know who you are, of course, then it no matter, it no longer matters. But right. in the process of trying to get people to, to know who you are, mm-hmm. you absolutely should dress for what you want to become. Right. So if you want to become a businessman, you should be in a suit the same yeah. way Will Smith was in pursuit of happiness. Right. He didn't have any money, but that man always tried to look professional. And when, yeah. when the opportunity came, when he hopped in these elevators or these taxis, mm-hmm. he was, you know, he didn't look great. He didn't have a fresh <laughs> haircut, but he, had, he right. was professional enough to have a conversation. Right. And so he was professional when he walked on the stage and slapped Chris Rock. Absolutely. He was. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with you guys. <laughs> hey, so I look at it like this. Um, everyone needs a uniform. Facts. When I was in the military, that's when I took the uniform off, I felt differently than when I had the uniform on because you know how you're, you go to boot camp, you everything sure. you do is with the mil, with the uniform on. So obviously when they're programming you, they're programming you with it, the uniform on. So when you put it on, you feel that way again. My point is, is that everybody has a, has a uniform. Like you have the sweat suits Facts. and then the actual business suits. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, I like and, that. And when I'm in both, I actually, I feel like I feel like a, a great businessman in the suits. Right. But I feel like I'm so good at business uh-huh. that when I'm in the sweatsuits, right. I feel like, oh, well, then just go harder. Right. Put it on harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it forces me to, to be better. Uh-huh. But then again, results tell a story. Right. So if you pull up in a really, really nice car or you're wearing a really, really nice watch, which that's what people can kind of tie to success, although that doesn't always uh, determine somebody's success. Of course. Right. Right. It allows co- certain conversations to be had. Right. Right. You pull mm-hmm. up, you pull up and you dress in a nice suit. Someone's going to say, Oh, what do you do? Right. right. If you pull up in a really nice car, a certain demographic is going to be attracted to that. And they're going to say, course. Hey, what are you doing? I say, Hey man, why don't you come, come work for me, work right. with me. Right. right. You know, that's really quick. There's two points I have. Well, number one is when I went to the movies with my wife, Mm-hmm. I had a suit on. She yeah. went to go ask for extra salt on yeah. her pretzels. And they're like, oh, sorry, ma'am, we don't have any. You I went, said I went over there and they're like, oh, yes, sir. We'll, we'll look in the back. Correct. And, and they, they brought out it. the salt. That's the thing is, listen, <laughs> <laughs> whether you it's got its advantages, whether you think you are, or you think you're not, it's both true. So when you went over there, they saw a man, somebody who can maybe one day I might work for that man. Of course. Yeah. The respect is a lot higher. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I absolutely get it. That's a funny story, but it's, yeah. that's exactly what it, what that looks like. Yeah, there was a time where everybody wore a suit, like 50 years ago, for sure. Badman. Yeah, yeah. So, so, the, so, the, so what he's saying is she went over there, probably in her femininity, and they were like, oh, no, nah, we, don't, we don't need it. Right. We don't need to do anything for her. He came, uh, masculinity, and also was wearing, you know, was dressed in a suit. Mm. So it wasn't that they feared you, it's that they respected you. Right. Because they tie... Right. Probably the person who tells them what to do in there uh-huh. probably wears a suit. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. So that's just what it was. So yeah. Psychologically, it makes sense. Yeah. I wanted to address something about dem- demographics. You yeah. said like when you're driving a particular car, it attracts a certain demographics. Yeah. My question to you would be, what does that say about the demographics themselves? The first word I would want to say is shallow, but, uh-huh. but. If you don't come from the knowing, the right. education, mm-hmm. that's the only way to uh, that's the only way to actually get to bridge to them. 
So what that means is... You're talking about getting their attention. Correct. So yeah. that's the first thing. So if you live in poverty, you're in, you know, you're from the bottom. I'm from the bottom. Um, but if you're still there and you have that type of mentality, mm-hmm. you think, oh, in order to get out of poverty, I'm going to go, I have to go to the NBA, right. the NFL, or rap, right. or, or sell drugs. Like, I'm just going to be honest. That's what it is. Yeah. So until you see someone who pulls up in a Corvette, a C8, which mm-hmm. that's what I drive. That's one of my daily cars. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, oh my God, he looks like me. Well, what did you do? And I don't do any of those things. I don't rap. I don't, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I used to rap. I used yeah. to play basketball yeah. because I was of the mindset that that's how you escape. Of course. Truth be told, though, is that grabs the attention. This guy looks like me. He's from where I'm from. Right. And he owns businesses. And I say, look, man, you can own businesses. What happens is they then look at you and they're like, oh, I can do that, too. But that's mm. what had to grab their attention. Right. It's, it's like reading a book, right? Like, we're going to look at the cover of the book and be like, oh, my God, this looks like a great book right. in, in order to want to read it. And I don't care what anybody else says. You can't, before you date somebody, you have to be attracted to what they look like, mostly. Yeah. So if I don't... Especially for men. Especially. So if I don't like what you look like, you know, then I probably am not... I don't really want to have a conversation because I'm not attracted to what I'm looking at. And yeah. it's, it's... I don't want to... It's sad... But that's just the way the world goes, right? You mm-hmm. want to when you see a nice car, you want to go test drive a car. Of course. And if you don't like the test drive, then you're like, oh, okay, maybe that wasn't the car I thought it was. Mm. And that's also something that happened to me. A few years back, I went to test drive a uh, a uh, Maybach, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I really like it. But the truth is, I didn't really like it. I liked the status of it, right? Yeah. And that's how I came across the Corvette, the C8. I was doing my research. I was watching YouTube videos, and I became yeah. Uh, infatuated with it it came out or it was out and i called my buddy i said hey do you guys have these at the car dealership he said no in fact there's a list and the list on the list you would be like number 17 mm. i said look man um if someone doesn't order it or if someone orders it but can't afford it or can't pay it put me on the list to get that no matter what the color is he said are you sure i said yeah he called me two days later he said i got an all black one if you mm. want it I was yeah. like, send it through. I had it two weeks later. But this, and we're going to get into mindset, but this is something when I, I'm a guy, when I really want something, I'm absolutely going to get it. Yeah, and absolutely. And that's just what it was. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So, yeah, when when you're, I think something that recently happened was that people, um, lack of a better term, were offended that there are people who are out there targeting certain demographics mm-hmm. because they know what gets their attention. But the reality is that is only true because of the demographics themselves, even even doing that. Right. Like, for example, whose fault is it that we all believe, especially in the African-American community, that we have to play ball it's in order own. to be, be it's successful? A, it's, a, it's our own fault. Yeah. Because. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Because we don't push the message that we can do other things. Right. And we don't put a lot of energy into that. Mm. So when we have the opportunity to talk about financial literacy or bring somebody to talk about financial literacy to churches, to schools, right. credit, stuff like this. And we, when we, we, we push other stuff, it just, it doesn't help us right. because we're from a community where it's either a, everybody thinks like crabs in the barrel or not everybody, but most people, mm-hmm. they can't work together. Yeah. They work against. So with that being said, other cultures are so far ahead, like Jewish yeah. Indians, mm-hmm. um, I was going to say Hawaiians, Jewish, Indians, uh, Chinese, right? Asians. Yeah. 
they know how to work together. Mm-hmm. So when they come in and they start the uh, the nail salon, what nationality is all working in there, bro? Oh, definitely. They're Asians. Perfect. Yeah, for they, sure. They open up a gas station. What nationalities? I mean, they're going to have other races. But who? who yeah, by the way, we're in California. It? So this is the way it is in California. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but, but hold on. I've been everywhere. And it's like this everywhere as far as tell me a nail salon. Well, there's nail salons where there's other nationalities. Generally speaking, it's Correct. Asian. Generally speaking, Correct. gas stations are Indians. There's no question. Correct. Yeah. So, so the Jewish community, who's probably the most... Um, <laughs> advanced when it comes to saving money and investing money like ahead of other cultures right yeah they they found a way to and i forgot the name of it i gotta go back and look mm. but if somebody does if if if, uh, if somebody has a tire shop in the community and he do, does something bad you know what they do to him what they send him more business they say look you're our guy yeah nothing's gonna change Mm. So there's more support, right? If yeah. somebody is, owns a, a bakery in the Jewish community, all of all of us as Jewish people are going to go to that to that bakery. So it's interesting. It's great though. That's how it it can. So the the cycle has been broken within the culture. Yeah. Versus everyone in our culture trying to break the cycle like one by one. Right. It's easier to do it together. What's the saying? If you want to go far, you go with the team. If you want to go something, you go alone. We'd yeah. have to fi- we'd have to bring it figure it well, out. Well, you're not going to accomplish anything by yourself. I, th- I think that's the bottom line. Listen, that's an ultimate fact. Mm-hmm. And when you do it with the team, it's more fun, right? Yeah. We all get to go to the top together. Like, what's better yeah. than that? Well, five minds versus one is five, five minds that definitely are on the same page. Yeah, correct. Right. And to wrap up this whole sales segment, guys, you know, one last point would be this: when I think about the purpose of sales, I'm thinking. How can I help that person get what they want? I think a lot of young people don't learn that lesson and how it makes sales so simple. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, like, for example, if I just had a conversation with somebody and all I'm asking them is questions to figure out what it is that they want, I know I can sell them on something because all you need to do is be relatable to what they want. Exactly. If listen, if you're worried about making money, you won't make money. But yeah. if you're worried about helping, if you're helping somebody, the money and all the money in the world will come. Of course. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's the thing. If you if you're doing what you need to do, you'll be mm-hmm. good. So with you be, with that being said, you you have a conversation with somebody and you're you're tremendous at listening. Right. So they're going to tell you what they want mm-hmm. and you're going to tell them exactly what you can do for them, which yeah. is what they want. Exactly. Exactly. And you may even have to be you may even shift because they may they may say they want something. Right. But really. They need something else. Right. You're going to ask the questions and allow them to give the answers to say, well, have you thought about this? Or maybe it's that. Mm -hmm. And then they say, you know what? You're right. Um, Let's make it happen. I'm sold. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about business. Yep. Uh, I think it'd be a great time to tell people what businesses you own. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk about business. Uh, Let's we'll do a couple. couple. Sure. (laughs) We'll do a couple businesses. So, uh, what I take the most pride in is financial literacy, mm-hmm. credit repair, and just showing uh, showing my people how they can uh, level out the playing field, purchase a home for the first time, uh, rent, buy a car a certain in a certain kind of way. Yeah, right. Because people don't really know how to purchase cars. A certain they they go to the dealership, they let the dealers run their credit, destroy their credit. All right. And really, they should be going to their bank to get a loan for the car that they want. The bank already knows what your credit score looks like. 
you have your you have an exact loan with the bank so you, that that's that's the person you have a relationship with a banking yeah. relationship explaining that to people and then like knowing like oh you can do that like absolutely renting their own house right mm -hmm. without having a co-signer for their mom or their grandma or their dad explaining credit explaining you know travel how you can travel with there's perks with with credit yeah. Right. A lot of th these things mean a lot to me. Financial literacy, explaining to somebody doesn't matter how old you are at all. Right. Yeah. But explaining to people that if you knew certain things, then you would actually be saving and winning more in life. And sometimes you have to break it down because we don't understand what an APR is or interest rates are. But if you say, listen, with your bad credit, you purchased a car yeah. and you're paying seven hundred and fifty dollars a month plus $250 a month in insurance, that's $1,000 total. If you have, if your credit score was 50 points better, the car that you're paying $750 for would be $325 a month. If you realize that you can cut that in half, then you would say, bingo, I want to, I, I want better credit, right? Right. Absolutely. And that's exactly what the situation is. Turn mine up just a little bit. I know they were loud for a minute. And that, but that's exactly what it is. Like we have to explain things in a certain way for certain people to understand what it is that we're trying, the, the message that we're trying to get across. And right. usually we don't care about it until we need it. Oh man. Oh man. I'm trying to get into an apartment. The owner of the house is selling the house. Right. I need to go get an apartment or a house. Well, guess what? If you don't have credit, where, where are you going? Oh, you got, now you got to play a triple security deposit on a house that may not even be available for you in a place you may not want to live because now you're forced, mm. right? You're forced yeah. to go live somewhere. So, you know, the you have no control. The ball's out of your court. Now right. you have to accept something that you shouldn't have had to do. So now right. you say, you know what? I got to get my credit fixed. Let's not, let's stop doing things when it's too late. Let's be right. ahead so that we can take life and, you know, we can have control of our own life right. and we can leverage ourselves. So definitely one of your main businesses is definitely financial literacy, financial literacy, credit. Uh, right. I own a home health care business, uh, a, uh, a lawn care service on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. uh, I have entrepreneurship classes I teach. We do uh, management for businesses. Right. We yeah. have also um, owner, partial owner of a, a solar installation company. Mm hmm. I have my hands in multiple things, uh, real estate, whole, wholesale, flipping, um, a roofing company. A lot, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> to a say lot, the least. A, a, lot, a lot of businesses. Yeah. And, and, and what I want to say is this, you have to have good partners or a good team. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, there, there's no question. That's why we're going to get into a, a few principles before, if someone was thinking about a business. Before we get into that, so yeah. I want to say this. Uh, I mentioned the solar installation business. Mm -hmm. A couple guys came to me. Yeah. They said, hey, Mike, this is business. On paper, it looks good. There's a whole lot of money. High ticket. We just need to find a way to operate it and to... Th there was just things that needed to be fixed. Yeah, it's going to come down to the two things we're going to get into. Oh, okay. yeah, well, yeah, I was yeah. going to yeah, introduce yeah. us I, to I, it. No, no, go ahead. But so, I get what so, you're saying. So what? after <laughs> after a few meetings... Uh, they came to me and I said, okay, well, I brought my brother in and I said, listen, I said, if I'm going to, if I'm going to come in and become the president of your company, yeah, right. 
I'm going to bring my brother in and he's going to be the vice president and he's going to run the operations. And I'm a firm believer that mindset is everything. Yeah. And you're a mindset master. Yeah. So bringing him on to help the mindset of the, the current employees and the employees that we, or we brought on and the new employees, I said, that's the only way we can grow and scale the business outside of everything else that's operational. Yeah, of course. Right? Mm -hmm. And there was some pushback, not from, not from people higher up, but when you come in and you say, listen, just like an NFL team or an NBA team or a baseball team, who's been losing for a long time, you say, look, we have potential, but we're doing things in the wrong, a wrong way. Right. So you brought someone in who can change the mindsets of people, or we can work on the mindsets, right? Change our, shift our paradigms in the right way. There's people that are going to fight back against that. And there's people who are going to say, you know what? I absolutely need a change. And the people who said they're okay with making a change are with us today. And they're going to win long-term. Of course. And the other people who wanted to be lazy about it, where did they go? They got Out the door. They got let go. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I love it. Got to make a decision. So now he's the vice president <laughs> of the company. I'm the president of the company. The company's going in a different direction. And everybody feels better. It looks better. Everybody's yeah. running on one accord. Mm -hmm. We don't got to get into uh, everything we're doing, but we are doing things in a certain way that satisfies me and I'm happy with how things are going. Got it. Go ahead. So I don't own as many businesses as my brother does for the record. <laughs> I only have the, the solar business and the, uh, the mindset business for sure. And uh, so where I want to first start is what we've been talking about recently when it just as it pertains to business so if you're thinking about starting your own business or you have an existing business you definitely want to pay attention to this what do you think are the two things that will make or break a business absolutely mindset mm -hmm. and absolutely capital exactly <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why mine so, no you talk about capital and you'll talk, I'll talk about, about mindset, mindset. Go, yeah go ahead well, cap capital is that's your money or having access to money, whether it's credit, leverage, whatever that looks like. Uh, and you have to be of the mindset that what it takes money to, to make, make money. money. Yeah. And a lot of times people want to be the boss. They want to be the guy. They want to be the man, mm -hmm. but they don't want to spend their own money. Mm. And guess what happens when you spend your own money? And you're the only one. That's well, yeah, you assume the whole leverage, the entire risk. You assume the risk. Yeah. But guess who likes taking risk? Matter of fact, I should open up risk takers, LLC. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it, but it's calculated. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And we can even be, we can even be even more direct. When we came in, I spent how much money on our, on our business in the first month? How much money did I, did I have to, how much risk did I have to assume? How much, how much thousands? Close to oh, a couple hundred for sure. A yeah. little, probably just over 200,000. Yeah. But guess what? I believe in the company. A lot of that has been paid back yeah. and I'm willing to take the risk. But let me tell you this. Yeah. The person who takes the biggest risk also receives the biggest what? Reward. Of course. And that's the person who's really the boss. That's yeah. the person who's in charge. You get what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah. Because others either don't want to or they can't. So yeah. it's leverage. Right. If you find a way to leverage, not business, but leverage life. Right. It's, and then, then you're, it's great. So it's almost like your kids living in your house. You know, how your parents say, well, as long as you're under my roof. And the first <laughs> thing you think is, well, I can't wait to go get under my own roof. 
life. Right. And you know, that person, that kid can't survive out there on their own. So you want to make decisions for them, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, a, that's a whole other topic, but it's the same thing in business. If you're the most successful person in the room yeah. and you've been doing it and there's other people who have an opinion, how can they really even have an opinion if they're not that? Right. Let me just go back to capital just really quick because yes, I find that most people don't understand how important capital is. So what I've seen in the multitude of businesses we've had over Absolutely. like the last 10 years, <laughs> you, you may be thinking, oh, I need $100,000 for this business when really you need 300. Mm-hmm. Like it's easy to write on paper everything you need. Mm-hmm. But if you multiply that by three, you'll find that's exactly what you need because there are going to be things that come up that you just cannot see Absolutely. From, from the beginning. Absolutely. Which is why Robert Kosaki yep. is a legend for this. You always want to use other people's money. Every time. So for me, I know we mentioned the few hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand yeah. that we used. Right. I have extremely great credit and I have access to massive credit lines. So although it doesn't come directly from my pocket. I'm the guy who's assessing the risk. Yeah. Right. Right. But I believe like, okay, like, it, you know, I know what we're right. doing. So it, it, technically it's not your money. Correct. It's the bank's money. Correct. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, if the payments aren't made from the company, of course. Then, yeah. I, then I have, and luckily <laughs> I have to pay, I'll pay it. I could pay it. Right. But that's something that you get the you leverage. Yeah, I don't think people it. understand that. It's though. hard to explain. Well, look. No, it's really simple. It is. It is. <laughs> but everyone's situation and mindset is different. But you're right. It is yeah. simple. It's, the fundamentals are simple. Absolutely, it's simple. Yeah. It's it's like it's and I hate to use this ter- this terminology, but like let's say someone sold drugs, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Or sold anything, right? Let's say it sold anything they anything. If you said, "Hey, man, give me uh, ten stereos or ten iPads." And I said, you know what? I know you're good for it. I'm going right. to give you, instead of 10 though, I'm going to give you five. Show me you can sell five. They sell five. They bring, yeah. they bring you, you the money. You're acting as the lender in this situation. I'm the lender. Yeah. Correct. So, have, so I'm, I'm coming to you. Correct. I'm asking for you to trust me. Correct. That I can sell these 10 iPads, Correct. pay you your money back and make my money on top. So what will happen is I'll say, you know what? I'm going to give you five because if you lose five, I'm not going to care about it. It's just yeah. five. Right? right. So I give him five. He sells them immediately. Now he comes back and says, Mike, I'm moving them fast. Give me 10. Mm. All right. You show me you could do five. I could say I'll give you right. eight. Let me give you seven or eight. But I'm just going to say, all right, man, you proved to me two or three times that you can move them. Now here, here's 25. Right. And you're like, okay, great. And the more he sells, the more I trust him. And the more line of credit you get, the more uh, leverage you get with me of, of, uh, of quantum quantity i will i will lend you right that's exactly what it is this is the whole concept of credit by the way absolutely so with that being said this is the next thing though since i'm the guy with the with who who spent the capital and i have the product i can say look i'm going to give you this but i'm going to charge you on top of it more because you didn't have it in bulk to come get it from me yeah of course so if let's say it's it's a it's a thousand ipad Mm. or a hundred an ipad right what they're going to be since I'm giving them to you, I'm fronting them to you. Right. It's going to be 150. So I'm going to be making in order for me to take my risk, I'm going to be making an additional $50 Absolutely. per iPad. And that's what banks do to you guys when you buy a car. Yeah. They have the money. Which is the worst. It's terrible, but yeah. 
think about banks will allow you to take out money to start, go to college, mm -hmm. to buy a car, a third car, another mortgage, but they won't give you five to $10,000 to start a business to start making your own money. Why? Because they want to be in control and this is how you do it. I would imagine Bam. they would make more money if they allowed people to start their own business. They would. But that's a whole nother They thing. would run out of money, though. Of course. They would run out of money. Imagine. Everybody got the PPP loans. They got all the loans. They got all the, mm -hmm. they got the money. Trump gave us the uh, stimulus checks. What do people have to show for that? Zero. It's because the lack of financial literacy. And leads to the second thing. It's a mindset issue as Facts. well. Yeah. Facts. See, when it comes to business, mindset is everything. You're only going to be successful in business. Uh, hold, on, hold on. When it comes to everything. Of course. Mindset, no, but just on this point on absolutely, business. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you don't, if you're not successful with your mindset, you're not going to be successful in business. That's just what it is. Facts. That's why you can walk into any business and you have a terrible experience not because there's something wrong with the business. More than likely, it's a mindset issue with the business, the mindset of the employee, the mindset of the manager. The owner. Yeah, the mindset of the owner. You know, maybe he doesn't trust people or she doesn't trust people to hire the right people. So she wants to do it herself and he wants to do it himself and mm -hmm. he takes on too much. Right. And he drops the ball here and she drops the ball there all because of a mindset thing. The, the credit thing. Right. Cool. Mindset as well. Listen. Right now, I don't know if I can even show this. Go show what is you that? guys. We're going to read it together. Look. A client right now said, and, I, and I've talked to them in the past. The client just said, hey, Mike, I want to buy a house like ASAP because my job is helping us with the closing costs. How fast will you be able to help fix, be able to fix me up or whatever it takes to get approved? Now, me and this person mm -hmm. talked eight months ago. Yeah. Now that you have the idea that someone's going to help you with the closing costs, now you're ready to make a move. That's right. mindset. Yeah. So guess what I'm going to do? Waiting to the last minute. Now, so if I was going to charge 99 a month, now that I know you desperately want to make a move and I tried to help you a long time ago, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to charge you double now. <laughs> I'm really not going to, but I have the you ability. You wouldn't be wrong. You wouldn't be wrong. I have that. the leverage to do so yeah. because when I tried to help you when you needed it, mm. And you were like, oh, it wasn't a priority. Yeah. Why would I now move to help you? Yeah. And luckily, I'm not like that. But you see how I have the ability to do that? Of course. That's of what course. I don't. That's what that's what grinds my gears. Yeah. And I know people are not of the mindset or they're at a different place in life or mm. they also go through certain things in life. I get it. But if we communicate and have a conversation and you can communicate back to me what you're going through or what your fears are, then we can yeah. break through it together. Well, yeah, this, yeah, that. yeah. This goes back to the whole mindset thing, guys. I mean, I was just telling my wife this yesterday. I honestly believe that people are on their own journey. They don't have the same level of understanding that you might have or I have or you have. Correct. And so there becomes a line that we don't want to cross, meaning we have expectations of people who don't have the understanding. There's no way they're going to meet that expectation. There's no way they're going to understand because they didn't grow up that way. And what or, happens? What happens when you have that expectation? Oh, you're absolutely going to be angry, let down, and, and, disappointed. and, and disappointed, and Correct. that doesn't help you Correct. become successful in business. So, if you're going to start your own business or you have one, you have to drop the expectations and only expect yourself to do what you're supposed to do. Correct. Because when you look at an employee and you're thinking, "Oh, well, the employee has to work just as hard as me," <laughs> you know, the employee should treat this business just sure. like me. That's a, that's a bad they're not. expectation. They're not. Yeah. 
Why would they? That's why they're an employee. Exactly. But there are some good, and I have a few good employees mm -hmm. who will go the extra mile too. Right. And But that happens after they see that you're about them right. and you're taking care of them for, for, for so long, man. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you take care of your people, they'll take care of you. Which is why Thanks. me, I believe this wholeheartedly. When I come into a business, it's hire fast, fire fast, and develop fast. Like so if it. we see people who are absolutely winners, they're going to treat the business like it's their own. We want to we wanna put a lot of responsibility. We also want to pay them accordingly. If we see people who are cutting corners and they're lying, got to get them out of there. Toxic for the, the, the company Facts. and people that you're hiring, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's a mindset plus experience. Do they even have the mindset and the energy? That's most important. And then, then of course the experience, because you can hire somebody Correct. with the right experience. But like Donald Trump said, when he was speaking to uh, Hillary Clinton in the uh, debate, what did he say? Mm -hmm. She's got 30 years of experience, oh, yeah. but it's bad experience. Absolutely. Which is, which is, you can have good, you can have experience, but a bad mindset. Exactly. That, that's my point is bad mindset cancels out somebody's experience. It's, it's almost like yeah. having a star mm -hmm. on your team, but they're super toxic. And exactly. You, you can give an example for a players in the NFL or the mm -hmm. NBA all day long. Yeah, absolutely. And some teams say like Antonio Brown. Yeah. No, nah, it's not worth the headache. It doesn't matter how good he is as a receiver. It's not mm -hmm. worth the headache. Tom Brady brought him on over. Right. Won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And what happened? He turned on Tom Brady. Tom turned on him. That's Tom Brady. That's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. But it goes to show you that results tell a story. Of course. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing about the uh, mindset as well is I see a lot of people who they have their own business. Yeah. Or they think they have a business. Yep. But they're very ego driven. It's got to be about them. They've got to be the one. They've got to be in charge. And the thing that I've learned uh, when I was in the military, because I had two different polar opposite uh, commanders. One was more like, he'll come to you and he'll be like, so what do you recommend that we do? Here's what I want, but what do you recommend that we do? So he'd put it on us. To go make it happen. Then we had another one who was more of a micromanager. No, we're going to do it this way. And it's only this way. And I don't want to hear what you have to say. I don't want to hear your opinion, you know. And so talk about the, the ego aspect as far as mindset goes in business. Well, you, you already said it earlier. The results tell the story. You, how, the, how the employees act mm -hmm. and the energy of the business, that usually is the person at the top who's in charge. Yeah. So... The best person to be, and you can't just be it right off, is you don't want to be the person who owns the business and operates the business. So what I did was I found a way, and it was hard, it was hard to allow control to somebody else because you feel like, yeah. well, these people don't love it like I love it. They're not going to put into it like I put into it. But guess what? I made an agreement with myself. I said, look. When you allow someone else to manage it and you tell them what you want and you guys are working towards things together, it allows you to back up and go, let's say, get money on, in something else. Of course. And yeah. that's the great that's the great thing about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Is you don't want to be an owner operator. You want to be an owner and you want to make sure it's being operated correctly. Also, the ego will kill you. Always. It'll kill you.
So you have to accept certain things and whenever it's time to make a decision, you're going to have to make a decision. Now, whether that's right or wrong, you're the, you're the leader. Yeah. You're the boss, but take care of your people. Allow your people's voices to be heard. Allow them to have an input, especially if it's people that have proven themselves that they'll be there for the long haul. Right. You get what I'm especially saying? Especially those people. Because you can tell results tell a story again. When we went into the solar business, a lot of people didn't like certain things because now they really had to work. Mm. They had to come and work at a certain time. Yeah. They had to take a mindset class. They had to be held accountable by leaders who were more successful than the people that brought them in. Right. Right. And that's just really what it was at the end of the day. So guess what? If I'm investing my time, my energy and my money to help someone else start, not start a business, but scale and advance a business, it has to make sense for all parties. Right. Could, could you share with them what you were saying the other day about, um, it was in, it was in, it was in regards of owning a business. It's better to own 10% of a business that's oh, making millions versus a hundred percent of a business that makes nothing. nothing. So listen, this goes into the ego, right? So if you're making 10%, 20%, 25% of a hundred million dollars a year, you're making $25 million a year. Yeah. But let's say instead you're mad at the number and you're making a hundred percent of a million dollars a year. You made how much? $1 million after taxes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You're making $1 million. So who would want 25 or 1 million over 25 million? Only an idiot, right? Or me, of course. Me, yeah. No, I get you. Up. Yeah. Only a per, <laughs> only a person who's ego driven. Right. Right. Yeah. A person who says me, 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 I did it. I did. I listen. I'd rather share with, with a lot of people who are on the same mindset as me, mm -hmm. who can put in the same work as me and who are willing to win like me. And if I, if I didn't understand this correctly, a hundred percent, you make a million dollars. That means you gave blood, sweat and tears a hundred percent. Okay. 25% means there's other people who are putting just the same amount of work in what they're good at. Mm -hmm. So I'm only putting in what I'm good at 25%. So 25% to make 25 million versus a hundred percent to make a million and make, listen, if, if you don't understand that, get off, get off the screen right now. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, that's though. why I wanted you to bring it up because we talked about the two things that will kill or mm -hmm. make or break a business would be mindset and capital. And that those two are in that example right there. Correct. And there's people who want to, who want you to come in and help them win. Yeah. But a lot of times they want to do it on their terms. And yeah. after a while you say, listen, you're going to just do what I say, or we're not going to do it at all. Of course. And the reason it has to be like that is because the person who's being asked to come in results have shown us a, a, a result story. Yeah. So look, we're either going to do it this way or I'm not doing it. You guys do what you guys been doing. You guys continue good luck, but you're probably going to yeah. fail. Yeah. Listen really quick. So yeah, if we talk about mindset and business, someone's who's thinking about starting a business today. Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they should be looking for someone who's the money person. Absolutely. Okay. And, and for the people who are in the back, they're like, Oh, well, why would anyone want to invest in my business? Because 
people who have money need to invest the money absolutely for tax reasons that's just one right there Facts. two they want to invest that's More why they got to where exactly that's why they they are where they are because absolutely. they've been investing i i invest all the time yeah all the time and i'll yeah. tell you what i don't even invest in the ideas i invest in the people now of course that's the only that's way to do it. it the ideas are not the issue it's it's the people the execution so if you're if you have your own business or you're thinking about a business, you definitely got to figure out who's the money person. Facts. Right. That's one. Number two, you got to figure out who's the structure, the operational person, the person that's going to go in and establish the rules and the culture and make sure people are following the system. The accountability right? person. Yeah. Which is you. Of course. I'm the money guy. You're the account. You're the you're exactly. that guy. Um, I would say someone who's great at selling. Absolutely. The person who, who can get out there and shake hands. And I'm, I'm him too, but of course not in this situation. Well, in our situation, we have another guy, two guys yeah. who are good at sales. And for, as of now, they're the best on the team in sales, but here in about two to three months, I'm going to show them differently. <laughs> <laughs> so sales hey, guy, ex yeah. uh, expert in, in yeah. what the, what we're right. offering, right? right? Exactly. Sales. Mm -hmm. And then, um, just think about it. If we stop right there, yeah. Money, operations, sales. Correct. If you had three people and maybe you're one of those individuals, yeah. but you had two other people filling those roles, how far along would you be in your current business? And how much energy would you be able to save? Exactly. Because you're allowing other people to do their job. Now you think, well, I don't want to split the pie. I want the pie, all the pie. Well, of guess course. what? You're That's the $1 million pie versus the, the $25 million yeah. pie. Yeah. Now, obviously the context here, just so people don't get this confused is we're saying, generally speaking, okay, there are businesses out there that really don't require that right now because they're not in that position for yeah. that demand, right? Facts. So there's plenty of, like, a lot of service-based businesses which could really be operated by one person and you could still make millions, um, you know. Absolutely. That's, that's an example of that one. That, and, and the way the world is going with AI and all these mm -hmm. other things, there's going to be people who become millionaires every day that's already happening and but it's going to happen even more yeah. drastically there's yeah. we have access to so many different things and we're not willing to we're not we're not willing to be either be educated or to look into new things yeah and that's what's disappointing is not being open-minded but the, the lack of being open-minded right is actually the um the results <laughs> and they tell the story yeah absolutely yeah there's this couple um that i follow on twitter yeah and what's pretty cool is um they put up this post about what it really takes to be rich in america like what is the financial number most people don't even know what what the numbers are we're but talking then, we're talking about what they bring home yearly to yeah live com to live comfortably or rich their their net worth oh, okay is is what they were talking about and basically um the it went something along the lines like if you make uh, over $500,000, you're in the top 50% uh, of people. Um, if you make over, I think it was 700K, um, you're in like the top 20. Uh, don't quote me, but you know. <laughs> you trying to get to the 2%? Yeah, I was trying to find, because uh, these guys, they post like a hundred times a day. We could post credit, credit, credit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But anyways, I think that's I think you guys are getting the point. I don't think people even know what the target is. So if you're starting a business, what's what is the target? Like, what is the number you're trying to get to? 
I find that to be a problem too, as far as mindset goes, a lack of goals mm -hmm. that are clearly defined. Mm -hmm. What do you think? That's it. Because if they were defined, things wouldn't be things. We would know what we're doing exactly. If we just follow those, those rules, then we'd be good. Right. So yeah, I, I, I do it while you're looking for that. I absolutely believe that in America, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to have to have more than one income. We can't just depend on a nine to five, not saying those are bad, right. just saying we're going to have to have something else because what happens when that company goes bankrupt or that company says, Hey, we got to let you go. We're not making as much money as we once were. Right. Got to let you go. You're going to be looking like, man, I'm 44. Now I could, I was supposed to retire in seven years. I could have been doing my own business. I've always wanted to, but I didn't do it. What's the number? So the number is the top 50% had a net worth of over $522,000. The top 10% had a net worth of $854,000. This is saved or what we make yearly? This is net worth. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the top 5% had a net worth of $1 million or more. Mm -hmm. The top 2% had a net worth of $2.4 million mm -hmm. or more. And the top 1% of net worth in America in 2022 had a net worth of $10 million or more. It's not as much as people think it is. It's not. Not in today's world. Not not in today's if world. If you have a million dollar home. Right. Right? If you have a policy, yeah. a life insurance and, and policy. Based and minus whatever is owed on the mortgage, that ends up being the net worth. Correct. Keyword net. Correct. Right. Correct. <laughs> so here's here's something that we could talk about really quickly about the business part, because as I was just reading this, I was thinking. You said we cannot have more or we need to have more than one income. Absolutely. Now, you guys all know my mentor, Bob Proctor, says this all the time. Multiple sources of income. Multiple streams of income. In fact, the average millionaire has, what, seven? So, yeah. so in it, and there's one that they made all, a lot of money in. Of course. And then they went and built the second so one. So what they the did one. is they diversified mm -hmm. their business catalog, right? Their business resume. And they've invested. And that's where I'm big into yeah so yeah you but <laughs> you have to be willing you have to have the mindset and you have to be open-minded right mm. that's it man that's Which, that that's why a lot of uh nfl players nba players whenever they retire or they get injured and they no longer play and they stop getting a check that's why a lot of that money is it goes because they live a certain lifestyle mm -hmm. and that the money that's coming in no longer can you can't afford that lifestyle right. and they don't want to change their lifestyle no. So they just run it till they go broke. Right. And you have people, you're not educated. Sorry. No, you're, you're fine. Gonna, you're, you have, you're not, you don't have the education. So the people that you do have surrounded around you, mm -hmm. they take advantage of it. Which leads to our mindset segment here. Absolutely. Cause that's where it all starts. I was reading this to you the other day and for everybody watching, mm. this is in think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, this book technically could be looked at as the Bible for business or entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. As far as mindset goes, he says, there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. Mm -hmm. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage and belief. What does that mean to you? 
it means you're not going to accomplish anything. And it's not, the universe is not going to give you what you don't, what you're not ready for until you're ready for it. Mm. So if you really don't believe that you're the man, insecurities will show. If you really don't, if you really don't believe that you can write a vision board all day long, Hey man, I want to make $10 million. Right. But if you don't believe it and you're not doing things in a certain way to get to there, get there. Right. You're just, if you're, if you're still doing habitual things that keep you at $55,000 a year, right. That's what you're going to get. Yeah. And the only way you can break the paradigm or move it, shift it or break a cycle or quantum leap is by, you know, changing those things and those thoughts and that energy and moving. Right. Yeah. And what are some things they can do? We can write a gratitude list. Yeah, right. Of course. We can stop. We can stop partying every day. We can start hanging around with people who um, who who make money. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say you've always wanted to be a realtor, but you haven't became a realtor or you wanted to do flipping houses. Well, go get with them. Go get with a mentor. That's the other day or earlier. You were saying something about uh, what's something that people can do immediately. Go get, go get a mentor and what it is that you want to be better at. Absolutely. Immediately. Yeah. For me, this, uh, paragraph, it really sums it up on why people are successful and why people fail. Like if you're not open-minded to thinking differently, mm-hmm. operating differently, mm-hmm. stop doing things you've been doing and start doing new things. You're not going to get to where you want to go because I believe that the goal, right, of where we want to be in our lives, that's a different person than who we are today. Absolutely. And you got to make the changes to be that in order for that, for the changes of what the universe is going to bring to you to come around full circle. So you, you obviously run across a lot of people who want to ask you to invest in their business all the time. So based on this paragraph, (laughs) do you find most people really don't even believe what they're asking you to do? The thing is, is, you know, when I know somebody actually is really serious is when they say, you know what? Not even the money. Give me your experience and your expertise. Mm. Because that means that they have their own skin in the game, money, mm. right? And they're just willing to learn. And that's when I actually, uh, that piques my interest. Because any the easiest thing you can do is use somebody else's money and not put in and not put in the effort that you need that should be that's needed for it. But if you put in your own end of the line, all of your life savings, you're right. gonna you're gonna fight tooth and nail to make sure that works. Right. And that's what I want it to be anyway. So depending on the type of personality you have, the energy you have, your mindset, that's what's gonna determine whether I would want to work with you or not. Yeah. So I hear it all the time, but see, people again, people think they're asking you to invest in the business. Yeah. And the whole time, they just, they need more than that. They need more than the money, the capital. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. They need, they need leadership. They need organization. Facts. They need structure. They need new habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, just an overall new mindset. I think one of the things that holds a lot of communities back, excuse me, guys, Whew, coffee's getting to me. <laughs> a lot, of, a, a lot of the, the uh, minority communities that is because we come from that is mindset and not being open-minded to what you said earlier that you don't have to go to the league don't have to you don't have to rap don't have to you don't have to do any of that if you just do what your purpose is correct which is one i get one to get to um you'll find that you are going to attract a lot of success to yourself easily 
because you're doing what's authentic for you. Correct. Like the money game for you, that's something, that's who you are. You're authentic. Absolutely. Like over, trying to do something else, that's not who you are. You're, not, you're the money guy. Correct. Right? I can't be a lawyer. I can't be a doctor. Right. It's not my purpose. But there's a lot of people who are forced to become those people yeah, because of their parents. Because they, the, they allow the parents to create this stigma or to put this standard on them and they tell them, Hey man, this is, this is what I was. This is what your grandfather was. This is what mm -hmm. your great grandfather was. Well, shit, guess what, man? I want to sell CDs. Yeah. That's not gonna, <laughs> it's not cool <laughs> until you have an Amazon account and you're selling more CDs than ever. And you've now made more than all of your grandparents and your father combined. Now they could say proudly. Yeah. Well, my son owns a store and he sells, he sells CDs online and he never had to go to school for 10 years. Right. You see, in order to do that, you got to be the guy who's open minded Facts. to that dream in the first place Facts. that it's possible. Facts. Right. Absolutely. The, the, the black, the, the black sheep of the family usually becomes the goat. I honestly believe that having coached so many people, yeah. I always end up talking to the black sheep. Yeah, I was, I was, I was the black, I was the black sheep. I was the only black one actually, but I was the black sheep too. Child and no one understood. Yeah. Didn't care about school. Right. Yeah. Super smart, but didn't care. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me read this. Cause I think this is something that you are an example of. This is still in thinking or rich guys. Uh, chapter eight decision. That's our Bible. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's two paragraphs I have to read and I want you to, you guys really listen to this. Analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark. Now, if we convert that to what a million dollars is worth today versus in the 30s, it's actually 10 million. So this would be the top 1% of people as far as wealth is concerned. Yep. Disclose the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions quickly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. Now, listen. People who failed to accumulate money without exception had the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. Yep. So would you say because of the amount of money that you've been able to earn, would you say that statement is accurate? Um, yes. Why? It just, it is. <laughs> it's it straight. It is. How, how is it not? Well, I want, I want you to explain why, why it is for you. Well, cause I know you've come across a lot of people who maybe they had a lot of money or they had some money or they have trouble earning money. Mm -hmm. Would you say it's because they lack decision-making and you yourself has, you've been really good with making I, decisions quickly. Well, listen, you have to make a decision. The number one thing I see with everybody is they can't make a decision. Mm -hmm. They can't make a decision. And that's what we've been teaching in school in America. Well, Hey, I would love to do it. Let me talk to my wife. Mm -hmm. So you need to talk to your wife and you need to ask her if this man can help us educate us on what we need to do to purchase a forever home for our family. <laughs> that's what you told me. Yeah. No, no, right, right or wrong. No, that's right. So I need to talk to my husband or my wife about you helping me with entrepreneurship with our business so that we can make more money for our children. Better yet, 
So I got to talk to my wife or spouse in order to take a mindset class so you can shift my paradigm, help my family, help my children, help me be a better mother, father, help me be a better spouse, lover, help me be a better business person. And you're only going to charge me $250 a month. I buy Starbucks every month. That's more than that. Mm. I got to ask somebody else. What the fuck are we talking about here? That, no, 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 no. That's why we're in the positions we're in. Yeah. Make a decision and just go. And listen, a lot of the times when you make a decision, it usually works out in the, if, for the better. Instead of what can't go right or what, what, what won't go right, usually it will go right. Mm. But listen, it's always the, let me ask, what, what if? Well, what if it doesn't work? What if the mindset course doesn't help me out like I want? Well, what the fuck if it does and you put in all of your eggs in the basket and it does? What if we help you change your mindset and your business now goes from 100000 a year to a million dollars a year? Now, you recommend it to everybody. Mm. It's crazy to me. So the, the results tell the story. Yeah. And go back to the original question. I'm sorry. Well, no, I was just going to read because this is the second paragraph. Go ahead. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally easily influenced by the opinions of others. Why? Why am I worried about an unsuccessful person's opinion? That's my matter point. of fact. Why would I? And this is what we do the worst. I don't know. I don't know if I should start this business. And we go and at, we love it. It's a passion. Mm -hmm. And what we do is we go ask five people who've never been successful in their life. Should I start this? Do you think people will support it? What do you think mom and dad will think? Listen, man, check this out. That's what you have to get out of the habit of. We come into this world alone, born alone, die alone. People are going to talk about you whether you like it or not. People are going to love you whether you like it or not. And people are going to hate you whether you like it or not. Give them a reason to talk either way. Other opinions never fucking mattered. That's what we have to get out of the habit of, of mm -hmm. worrying about what other people think. Listen, we said it tw 10 minutes ago. If you want to go do something in life that's bigger than who you are right now, go pay a mentor. The mentor might say, well, I'm 500 a month. You may not have it. We'll make it fucking happen. The mentor might say, I'm 1,000 a month. But with that mentor, you're getting full-on leadership. Right? You're afraid fear. Well, I've never, that's a lot. I've never done it. You're right. And you've also never been successful in your life. So go pay someone who is successful. Allow them to show you the ropes. What does that do? It kills all of the shortcuts or it gives you a shortcut to what you want to become. Because you're only going to learn by observing someone who's done oh, it already. That's it, man. And you're going to respect it more. And that's going to give mm -hmm. you more energy. Yeah. Because listen, if you're, if you're a, if you sell solar for me, and I'm the greatest salesman and I give you my techniques and I tell you how you need to talk to people. Once you get one sale, you're verified. Right. Confidence goes through the roof. Your money mm -hmm. goes through the roof. Now you're like, I'll never go to another job again. That's not sales. Right. I get to choose how much money I'm going to make. By the way, each person makes usually who's a solar salesman makes 7,000 plus on a deal. Mm -hmm. So if they just did five deals a month, 
what's that? 7, 14, 21, 28, 35,000. Who do you know that makes 35,000 a month? Your your doctor doesn't. Just spread it. A regular doctor doesn't. (laughs) A regular lawyer doesn't. Yeah. So now you went to school for eight years to become a doctor. Mm. You got this kid that's 21 years old doing solar cells, high ambition, high motor. And this kid made more than a doctor. And to you guys, what is that? What does this mean? Is it a scam? <laughs> it comes down to because he made a decision. He made a decision and he found a mentor. He put himself yeah. in a, a right place at the right time. And that's what it's about. Stop worrying about other people's opinions, especially if they're not successful themselves. That's the worst one. And then the opinions from people on social media when <sighs> most of social media is fake. All of it is. What do you have to say about that? I just... Cause I'm so big on social media. I can't be disrespectful like that. (laughs) (laughs) What I want to say is this, man, more people will like a post. If you say you, I got the job. I got the job. Right, right, right. Versus I started my own business. Cause they don't know how to support that. They don't know what that looks like. They may have tempted to do it and then Uh, stop themselves because they couldn't make a decision. Also, there's family members that will say, don't do that. You'll do you won't do well. Because you didn't do well. Right. Because they want to protect you. They don't want you to go through what they went through or what they think the world is. Right. But what happens when you say, fuck that? I'm going to do this. Listen, you can't lose if you don't quit. Right. I'm passionate about this indirectly because I'm from a place where, and not to me, but people will tell other people, nah, you can't do that. Husbands will tell their wives, nah, you can't go do that. Nah, you can't fix your credit. Why? Why can't I go become an entrepreneur, husband? Mm. Well, because you're going to fix your credit and then you're going to make some money and then you're going to realize you don't need me. You don't got to stay here anymore. You're not trapped. It's all bad mindset. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, <laughs> and it's fucked it up. Yeah, that's what I'm it is. I'm serious. And I mean, think about it, man. You have these tremendous people out here with so many talents. Yeah. And you're allowing someone to hold you back. A spouse. A friend. Your own self. What other people think of you. I have a question. She's so, crazy. How long does it take you to make a decision? For me in direct or for other people? No, you. It's immediate. It's immediate unless it's something that involves numbers and other things. Well, I got it. Okay. Let me, let me move it around. Let me think about it. But usually it's immediately after whoever I hear the message from and I hear what it looks like the, for, for instance, the opportunity to become a president and an owner of the solar installation company. Yeah. It was immediate. Mm -hmm. It was, I didn't let them know that, but it was immediate. Yeah. What did I do on the next meeting? It was three meetings. First meeting. I heard him out. Perfect. I see, I seen the potential, the first meeting, the second meeting, I said, Hey man, I'm gonna bring my brother in here, brought him in. He probably was like, well, what is this bullshit going to be? <laughs> no, I didn't think that way. Right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. He came in. He said, huh? Those are the numbers. This is what we can do. I made a decision that I was going to do it anyway, because if I didn't, I wouldn't have involved you in the second meeting. Of course. Yeah. We did the second meeting and then we did the third. The third was when they felt like. These guys are everything that we're not, and we need that. Yeah. And they had to make a decision, too. They made a decision on the first meeting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so 
I think people like what I want to say about decision making is people wait too long. Oh my God. They're, they're they, waiting they for everything to line up. Yeah. Listen, you ever, have you ever, um, are sitting in bed 3am at night you watch or back in the day you see a commercial and you want that immediately. Yeah. Oh my God, I want to order it now. got my credit card. I'm ready to go. Now that's on you, Facebook. That's ads. You can't exactly. <laughs> you can't, you call someone, you can't get a hold of them. So you don't buy the product the next day. They call you back and you're like, Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It happens every day. You have to be willing and ready to close every time someone's ready. Cause when they met, when they make a decision, they're ready to go, whether it's with you or it's with somebody else. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. People, they wait too long because they care too much about what other people yeah. think. And here's the other thing what are we doing? we've had so many businesses and I just want to cover this and then we'll move on to the next one. Not everyone has been successful. Continue is the how mm. out of all the businesses that we've had together. Mm. Did we ever really know how never music? Never, never. Hot, hot dog stands. Never. No <laughs> branding stuff. Man, yeah, kind of, but not fully. We didn't fully know it. Yeah. Credit never right. mindset. You just come in. I didn't know either. Never. And you get better as you go. So that's another thing. People want to wait for the perfect timing mm -hmm. or they want to wait till they become an expert. Well, by the time you become an expert, someone else who's nowhere close to an expert has started months ago. And now everyone would want to go with them over you because they're definitely they, making way more money. Come on, man. Stop There's it. There's no question. We got to come There's on. no question. That's why you'll see a lot of people who are average. You would look at them and you wouldn't think much of them. Yeah. But the results. Tell, tell a story. Them. Tell a story. I was in Hawaii. I told you I'm going to do credit repair. You said, I love it. You said, do you know credit repair? I said, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, I will. I'm in Hawaii. I tell people the world, this is how you travel and get free credit card reward points. And I'm telling facts. Yeah. But I had only up till then did it for me. Now, and hold, ten, hold that story. Hold that story. Yeah. You were open. We were just reading this, right? You guys, you got to pay attention. We just read open-mindedness is essential for belief. Correct. You were open-minded to the idea of even sharing with everybody. Correct. What you were doing. Facts. And it's because I had the rewards and I said, you know what? Let me go on Facebook live and say, Hey, if you had good credit or you had this, this platinum, if you had this credit card, and this is a big deal in our culture because it's one step away from the black card, right? Yeah. I said, listen, I said, if you get this credit card, it comes with a lot of perks and reward points. And I went to Hawaii for free, flew for free, stayed in a hotel for free. And again, people were like, well, what's that? How do you do that? He looks like us. And they're like, I, they see me on a lot of vacations anyway. So I said, listen, for the first 10 people that become a client, I'll be doing it 99 a month, blah, blah, blah. Didn't know anything about credit at all. Had 10 clients that night, the next night, 10 total. They had Venmoed me $100 each. Listen, I said, I'm in the game. If you care about what other people think and you allow other people to do your thinking for you, you can't get results like that. You know what people, what you know, the occupations of other people who have the thoughts about you, what they think. They usually work somewhere where they're not happy. They're angry. Mm. You know, I believe they don't even think about us uh, as much as we think they do. Well, I don't get, I don't give a fuck. I don't care either, do. but, for, but you're right. You're yeah. telling a fact. Yeah. But I want you to think, and I want you to talk bad and I want you to talk good. Yeah. Because fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
you like getting attention. I like the listen. I like the energy because listen. At the end of the day, I'm an alpha and I'm a competitor. Yeah. Of course. So if you're gonna bring that same energy, all we're gonna do is we're gonna we don't gotta we're gonna line up and we're gonna talk about if you what do you want to talk about the accomplishments? Will I beat you there? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Who loves life more? Will I beat you there? My mindset is probably more than likely stronger than yours. Which comes down to quick decision making. Facts. Everything is facts. Belief. These are simple stuff. Basic. Absolutely. But I don't think people really understand. I really it's don't so think. It's so basic just, just, that it's over there, everyone's head. Right. Just the decision part. Bro, listen. I mean, how many, how many times have you shared an opportunity with someone? Plenty. And all they had to do was make a decision right then and there. And they Plenty. pushed it off. Or they said, okay, I'm going to get back to you. And they never got back to you. Or this is how much it feels to fix your credit. All right, I'm going to get back to you. Now, don't get fucking back to me. Get back to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because now when you come back, and, and be honest, mm -hmm. I'm not making that amount of money right. Well, let me show you how we can save that amount of money to get you there. Yeah. That's the question to ask. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So at the end of the day, do you know why you pay a plumber so much money and they come there for 10 minutes to fix a problem you're not paying them you get paid hourly that's how you determine the worth of the, or the what your worth is they've been a plumber for 30 years they have a part that costs two dollars and fifty cents they put it on hey man it's going to be 450 damn 450 well if that leak would have went ran through your ceiling and you would have owed four hundred thousand uh -huh. forty thousand you're paying somebody for their experience it's not time. Right. It's never time anymore. If you're a person who wants to get paid for time, that's a massive L. You're taking an L. Yeah. Because you only have so much time. Man, spend the time with the people you care about most. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> it's tough because people make good money. Oh, I'll yeah. make 100000 a year, 200000 a year, two fit, whatever. That's cool. But you're also working 200 hours a day and there's only 24. And you still have no money left over. And you have none because now you're sharing it or giving it to others. And you lack financial and you're not literacy. Lack literacy. <laughs> you don't spend time with the ones that matter. I'm telling you, now you gotta buy their love. Yeah. There's no leadership. You're gone. Look, Someone man, else is raising your kids. We can talk about a whole lot, but I'll tell you what. I don't feel like I'm better than anybody at all. I absolutely I feel like I'm more competitive than everybody else. And I'm willing to do what I need to do for my family's legacy to be more. Yeah. I'm willing to start a hundred businesses. If it means 10 of them are become wildly successful. Yeah. If I got to raise to a hundred businesses for 10 to make me a billionaire, come on, let's get it. Guys, this is why mindset's everything. Your mindset Always. is not where it needs to be. The results aren't going to happen. Always. And when we talk about family, which is next. Your purpose, your why, your reason. Your reason why the mindset's everything reason why, man, I have children. I love my, I listen before when we lived in Los Angeles, Orange County, I didn't have children. I was, we were, I was a selfish man. I did what we did for us, mm -hmm. which is still a great reason. It's a great why, you know what I mean? We made, we made ourselves a family because yeah. we didn't really have family Yeah, and we grinded for each other. We did everything for each other. And you know, what's crazy is a lot of people never understood that. Why you love verse so much? Well, why does verse love you so much? Why is he do every? Why do you guys do everything? Why? You don't need to understand that though, mm -hmm. because when you're two guys back against the wall 
And you have to figure it out for yourself with the lack of male role models. No fathers, no mothers, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes all you have is each other. So that's <coughs> that's the people or that's the person that, that you, that's your real sibling. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Uh, this is about a week ago with my coaching group. I said, we have a... We have the wrong perception of what family really means. Facts. We think because you're my blood brother, you get a pass on disrespecting me, nah, taking that. advantage of me, not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Because you're my mom, you're supposed to control my life and take up all my time and energy. And I just <laughs> don't understand why people accept that. Listen, you shouldn't. I cut my mom off the other week ago, two weeks ago, because she has this wants to talk and wants to talk about negative things in her life. I said, check this out. Don't ever call me with anything negative again. If you do, the number will be blocked and we won't be able to talk. Call me with good energy. Call me with positivity. Call me with what's going good. Yeah. Cause I don't need to hear, I don't, your stress doesn't need to come to me. Your anxiety doesn't need to come to me. Fuck that. Told my brother that too. Mm. I said, I need people to have less access to me. Yeah. Even even our business. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, no. I come I come into town. I live in another state, far far away. I come into town, right? Yeah. And I and I get to sit in my president's chair for one week, and I get to see all of the stress this man has to go through. He makes a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. He makes a whole lot of fucking money. <laughs> it's still nothing compared to military stress. For the record, I believe it. I believe. Thank God I ain't <laughs> never had to go through that. So I'm in there, and I'm like. What the? Because I ain't had to go through that because yeah. I took myself away from being the operator in business. Right, of course. Years ago, yeah, or a couple of years now. So I'm like, man, I need to, I need to go home. <laughs> I need to. Well, home to your family. Facts, right? Facts, which means the most to me in the world. So let's just quickly talk about, and I believe this is an amazing topic, just yeah. for the men who are watching. Yeah, they aspire to have a family one day. Mm. I want to first start off with, I want us to come up with some principles together here. Let's do it. I think the first principle, any man, I don't care what your age is, mm-hmm. is purpose. Facts. Gotta be. If you don't know why you wake up in the morning, you're lost. Mm-hmm. That's like a ship with no captain. Facts. And no, and no gas. It, yeah, no <laughs> gas. Exactly. And people are like, well, what's purpose? Like, what is that? It's like, well, what is it that you love to do? Absolutely. Like, what are you about? absolutely what what like lightens you up like what what gets you energized you know Mm -hmm. i don't think people see it that way they don't they just get up and go through the motions why why do you think that is because they don't they don't know better or they're not taught Mm. we we teach the wrong stuff in school man this should be taught at a as a little child 100 percent. listen little children you know the greatest thing about children being a child what you have the ability to imagine. Of course. I still, to this day, imagine mm. drastically. I'm super adventurous. I imagine. Yeah. I imagine a lot. And that's how I became even what I became. I didn't, I didn't have a mentor. Yeah. So I've watched TV shows. I've watched movies. I like Harry Potter. Yeah. Why? Because you, they created a whole new world. Who imagined that? Yeah. Right? If you believe it, you can achieve it. Of course. And that's great. I wrote a children's book. I told people, like, I'm going to write a children's book. Man, you ain't writing no children's book. They mm-hmm. didn't say that, but like, oh, for real? Oh, they did a little look. The next day I had a children's book written. Guess what? I don't know how to draw. I don't know how to illustrate. 
Yeah. Down to Illustrator. Oh, it costs how much to illustrate the characters? This is what I want them to look like. Well, do you have a Decision reference? Decision making. Do you have a reference, Mike? Yeah. Rocco's Modern Life was my favorite cartoon growing up. Mm. Okay, I'm going to make them similar to that, but not exactly that. Perfect. Yeah. I don't need to get sued. Perfect. So we made, I made a decision. She made a decision to take on my business. I paid her what she wanted. We brought it to life. I think I bought a, t- a thousand books, sold them. Yeah. I think I got like 20 books left. Let me ask you a question. Just kind of go back to the purpose thing. Let's How do go. you know when you're talking to a man and he has no purpose? How do you know that? It's 90% of the time. But what, what gives it away? That they don't have a purpose? Mm-hmm. The questions you're asking. The results that, of what their life is. Where they're give, at. give us some examples. Um, if somebody, and I see it all the time, that it, it's, it's just something that probably goes over my head, but I can identify it when it happens. So when I'm, when I'm talking to somebody and when they're working somewhere mm-hmm. and they hate it. Yeah. They hate it to death. They talk bad about it. So what they do is in order to not, in order for that, they, they go get high or they got to drink a lot. Mm. Hey, I got to escape my reality because I need a mini vacation. And then through there, I'm going to talk to other people about other things I want to do, but I never do it all the time. They're just not happy. And then they wonder why they're not respected. Correct. And then they're mad. They're angry. And guess what? They get a divorce. Mm-hmm. They get a divorce. And then all of a sudden, now they, want, now they go do what they want to become. And the same thing with the wife. Well, I stayed because I thought my leader, my provider, my, my man was this is what it was. And it wasn't. So I'm glad he's not in my life anymore. Now I can go start a business, Mike. Now I can go fix my credit, Mike. Now I can go make decisions, Mike. Yeah. So purpose. Yep. Is a foundation starting point. What would you, I'm going to let you come up with the second principle. Uh, Well, if you're a man and you're going to, you're looking to obviously have a family, lead a family, provide for a family become a leader in your community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, max out your potential. First principle is obviously you, you got to have a strong purpose behind everything. The purpose. Yeah. So what would be the second one? Would be the reason, your reasons why. Why you go hard, mm-hmm. which I guess could also be purpose. Yeah, purpose. Could go pur- with that. Yeah. So what, what, what would be another one? Uh, discipline. Mm. I'd say discipline. Have non-negotiable things. Hey man, I'm going to, I want to read a thousand books this month or listen to a thousand books. I'm going to, you're a good example. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to drink the smoothie. I'm going to have a shake every day, no matter what. Hmm. There's things that you just can't negotiate with, with yourself because we can't allow ourselves to go back to certain places. This goes back to the beginning of this Facts. show today is you got to be sold on what you want. Absolutely. You got to be a product of the product. If you can tap into your, to your reason why, to your purpose. Yeah. That's the only thing that you need for motivation. You got to remember why. Instead of people, you know, when actors, they start acting and you got to cry and you're right. acting. It's not real life. Right. Usually an actor deep, dibs, digs deep down inside and thinks about when my mother told me she didn't really love me. Right. To, to create the. The emotion. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I never understood. Well, I could do it. I could cry on, on, on demand now. <laughs> but I never understood before. Because yeah. I never had emotions until I had a daughter. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So people know how to tap into that. Mm. Right? And that's exactly, so that's what I'm talking about. It's exactly that. If you know how to tap into those things, you're self-aware. Right. 
Yeah. So discipline, the, di- the, the discipline would be to me would be number the number two. Mm. Purpose, discipline. Uh, my number three would be um, who you associate yourself with. Facts. I think that says a lot about a man. It got to be. And if you think about it right now, let's all think about it. Are we depending on how old we are? Let's say we're tw- let's say we're 30 plus. How many friends are we still friends with from high school? And when I talk about friends, I'm not talking about, hey, man, how you doing? I, I see you doing good on Facebook, man. I don't want <laughs> not that. Hey, yeah. bro, I'm having a housewarming party. Come right. on by. Right. Have a beer. Be vegan for the day. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> how many people can you count on if you went to jail and you needed that person to either A, bail you out or make a call to somebody important to bail you out. Mm. That's a friend. I would almost consider that family. It's exactly what that is. You know? Exactly. Would you say, just really quick as a side note, because I was saying this, I would consider somebody family if I had no choice but to leave my kids with them and I could trust that they would do right by my kids. That is a person that I would consider to be family. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think about that? I would. That was exactly. Got it. Because I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So men out there, purpose, discipline, and who you associate with. Now, I think the association part can be difficult for people because they are buying Don't. into this idea that they are now an a hole or they're a dick for doing this. Are you changed? Or, or they they are going to be lonely or something crazy like Correct. that. What do you have to say about that? Ah, it's wrong. Furthest thing from the truth. You find yourself more. You find your people. Yeah. You Listen. If you want to work out more and get in shape more, are you going to hang out with somebody who eats bad every day and wants to go to right. the bar every night? It's like someone who wants to be sober, but they keep hanging out with alcoholics. Facts. It doesn't work. Facts. Yeah. Well, we know I can't go around those friends because those kind of friends, they want to do this every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you say, and then there's going to be friends that respect that you're changing and they support it. Those yeah. are the real friends, just so we're clear. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you just, you got to make a decision. Do I want to be around these people? Are these people good for my future? You know, I was telling my wife, I, I believe I, I hold a higher standard of men. I'm you one should. of that, one of that is cause I didn't have a father. So I'm, I have like zero empathy or tolerance Bro, you for, for BS. But when I'm when I say that, I'm saying everything that we've been talking about in the show today, like, how are you carrying yourself? How do you dress? What's your hygiene? Correct. What's do you have any disciplines? Correct. You know, are you leading people? Probably not. Are you developing yourself? Are you learning financial literacy? They're not. You changing your mindset? Like I'm saying men, we have the ability to no, we have the role to we're the leader. Let me say it this way. We can definitely make the statement that men physically, we built this world facts, right? So my point is today, I see a lot of younger men who are not in a position mentally, physically or spiritually mm-hmm. to be able to duplicate that. Correct. Because they have no purpose, Correct. no discipline, not purpose driven, and they hang around the wrong people. Correct. So what what would you tell those people, those I would, younger men? I would tell those people to find a mentor. If you just want to be a better man, find the mentor. So let me be advocate because I already know what they're going to say because I've had this pushback every single Let's time. Let's go. Well, how do I find one? 
How do I know it's the right one? Start somewhere. Make a decision. Talk to somebody. But where, Mike? Anywhere. Online. Go find. Go look. The person that you see, not just putting up positive quotes, but people who have results. There we go. That's where you go. The people who have the results that you want. Yeah. That's who you talk to. Right? Yeah. You're not going to go to McDonald's to get fucking KFC chicken. Yeah. You know how you were telling me about business. Everybody yes. wants to be an owner of a business yes. until they realize. Oh, you got to put up some money, my own money. Yeah. And even emotionally, yeah. what's required emotionally. Like if you have one thing about operating, right, and managing people is it's not for everybody. Oh, it's not. It's, it's definitely not for everybody. It's not for me. That's why it's for, you're tremendous at it. Because <laughs> it's not yeah. for me. Because yeah. I'm not. Listen, you're going to come in and you. you he So he, he probably has. Uh, better patience than me because I'm he like he said oh I don't have sympathy for men I absolutely have no sympathy yeah unless I hear a story and I can like okay right. I, I understand it but usually you said it already yeah. men either make or break a family most of the time most of the time okay now you have the ability and the opportunity to either become a, and I don't want, let's not use, let's use money. Okay? okay. If you don't come from a rich family, then a rich family must come from you. Let me tell you why. Mm. Okay. Because that's what breaking the cycle is to me. If you, when we grow up, we're like, oh man, my dad didn't, for me, my father died when I was five. My mom was in and out of prison. Right. So everyone expected, well, he's probably going to go to prison or he's mm. going to die young, but he won't be great. How could he, how can he, he didn't have the guidance. Right. No, no guidance, but he figured it out, beat the odds. The cards that were given to me, I just kind of shuffled them around a little bit and I, and I played the game I wanted to play. Yeah. My life hasn't been perfect. I've done some things that I uh, probably am ashamed of or didn't want to go through, but that shapes you to be a better person. Right. Right. So it either a, I could have either allowed it to set, make it be an excuse. Well, my mom and dad weren't here. So that's why I did this or I got to use it for a motivational tool. And then what do we all want? We all want to not only give our children the things we didn't have and the whole time we should be teaching, wanting to teach our kids the stuff that we didn't know. Right. So then you, let's say you fix your credit at 35. Well, I want my kid to understand credit at 18 so they could have a house at 20, 21, 22, their second house at 30, 31, Which 32. is far more superior than trying to give them toys that they're never going to play with. Absolutely. And I still give them toys. I got to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was making that point guys, because you know, everybody wants to be a champion until they are required to show up to practice you early, right? Shit. You want to be a lion until you got to go hunt. Exactly. Damn, I got to wake up this early to hunt. So so if you're a guy out there and you're yeah. like, yeah, I want to have a family, you know, in the future, <laughs> but you're only working like 20 hours a week. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. See, people, this is our problem as a people. We want to get things and then we want to put in the work for them versus put in the work for them so I'm prepared for those things to now happen. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it's... You know, one of the things that I like telling young men is is women should be the last of your concerns. Correct. You know, I think number one is financial literacy. Number two is definitely... Number one is definitely actually mindset, purpose, right? Number two would be financial literacy. You got to get your money right. Yep. Uh, Number three is who you associate with. Start building a positive friend group now. Yep. Um, and then from there you start building and then you get to a place where what? No, go ahead. 
people. Oh, oh. You, 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 you get to a place where you're in a position to lead a family. Yeah. I just think that people, they get into having families because me and you, we definitely can relate in this respect. We're, we're having families when we were 30 plus facts versus in our 20s. 20s early 20s could you ever imagine if you had a kid back when you were in your 20s how i would have either a been forced to grow up faster yeah or i would have ruined a, a woman in a child's life yeah because i wasn't ready to do that so thank god it didn't happen mm -hmm. i mean let me not thank god but you're grateful yeah i'm very works out. i'm grateful right for exactly for what it looks like but I wasn't ready. And a lot of the times we think we're ready for things and we're not. And that's due to, and it comes from decisions we've made, whether they're the right decisions or wrong decisions, men and women. You know, I'm yeah. sure you love your child to death, but having them, having them at 19 uh, crippled you drastically. Yeah. You couldn't, you know, now you now the things you wanted to do when you were 18, 19, 20, 21, now you're doing them at 33 in a divorce and you're so far behind in certain things you wanted to grow at. Yeah. So... And we call those different stages in life, right? But no one's saying that hate the child or blame the child. Like, you love the child. That's what we go hard for. But you're still a child yourself at that age. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? I want yeah. my kids to be kids and to imagine for as long as they possibly can. Yeah. I don't want them to have to work for anybody else if they want to or they want to go to school. I love it. But I want them to also have the understanding and the ability to work for themselves and to create their to create something for themselves. I want them to create their own table so they never have to ask to go eat at anybody else's. Yeah. Because what happens when somebody when you when you want to do that or you have to do that? That's like that's like calling somebody to me. <laughs> that's like calling somebody else your master. Hmm. So you were thirty two. Correct. When you child. Yeah. Yeah. First kid. I'm, I'm gonna be thirty five. I'm 35 now, but I'm going to. Yeah, you have a child on the way. When is when is the due date? December 8th. <laughs> the lies. <laughs> the lies. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we have a date? December, December 1st, but oh, I mean, okay. give or take two weeks, right? It's December 1st? According to the app. Oh, well, you got a Sagittarius. Yeah. That's the, Listen, the best is my best friend. So you are you're good with Sagittarius. I'm a Pisces for the record, everybody. Yeah. So are, so are all the people I get along great with. They're Pisces. Yeah. So that's good. My daughter, my first kid's a Pisces. Yeah, she's she's one of a kind. It's truly crazy intelligent. For sure. So family, right? What are some other principles people need to learn when it comes to family? Uh, when to say no. <laughs> okay. Now there's, there, I'm just, I'm not joking, but I'm. That's no, that sounds like legitimate for sure. Uh. Because I'm, I'm sure when that, that cost. When you're a person that everybody goes to when they only have problems or they know that you can help them, whether it's financially or any other kind of way, you have to know what comes first in your life now. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I said a while ago, I said you and probably one other person, if they came to me and said, hey, I need $20,000, like no questions asked, like where I'm like, all right, cool. I know they're good for it, whatever. If not, they're good enough friends or family where I'm like, okay, no problem. Yeah. But you have to understand that people, they only remember when you say no, not when you say yes. They don't think about all the great things you've done for them. They think about when you told them no. And you know what's even crazier is in their mind, they say, well, he got it. You got it. Why, why is it a problem? Why the fuck? Successful people, they, 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 they're still winning because they're not giving it away. 
Yeah, successful people say no crazy. more than people who are That's unsuccessful. That's why I also said I need to have less accessibility to me. Just being in the office this week, there's so many things of questions that people are asking that I'm like, hey, you got to go talk to, to DeVore. Yeah, of course. Don't come over here with that shit. <laughs> I don't give a f- yeah. I don't give no f- <laughs> but 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 you're saying this as far as the principle for family is concerned is you got to say no Correct. because if you don't it impacts your ability to provide or lead your family in the right way facts is that because what you're saying? I can you can some because you have a, a, a good heart or a dumb heart someone can ask you for something and then you give it to them and now you've crippled your family in case your family needed it mm. for for instance let's say somebody comes to you and says hey you have good credit. Mine's terrible. My family's getting kicked out of their house. Would you co-sign on an application for me to get an apartment? And you're probably like, you know what, man? Yeah, I got you. No problem. You know, I had no. I, but a person with good credit is going to say, well, fuck. If I do this and you don't do what you're supposed to do, A, I'm going to hate you now. B, I'm going to be responsible for your mess. Right. And C, now let's say I want to go leverage my credit. I can't now. It's dropped. I'm no longer credible with the banks because you got kicked out of the house and that apartment. And now I'm not going to pay the $4,500 that you owe still to break the lease. Right? Yeah. So there's certain things that you just shouldn't do. You can't do, especially when you're a man or a leader of a family. That's when you say, let me talk to my wife about it. <laughs> <laughs> then say, fuck no. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, knowing when to say no for sure is is huge. Even if you didn't have a family, understand how to say no to certain people. Well, what would be another one? Because you, between us, I mean, you you had a family before me. I mean, you got, you know, three special ones, including. What, say the, ask the question again? I'm sorry. What's the other principle as far as family goes that people need to know? You have to always make, depending on who in the family, like me as a father, you have to always make family time. Sometimes you got to shut off the phone. Sometimes you got to shut out the world and you have to give that time to whether it's your spouse, the children, it's usually just the spouse or the children. You absolutely have to have family time. It doesn't matter if you're going to go have a picnic, make sandwiches and go to the park and have a picnic. It doesn't movie night. Yeah, but I own a business, Mike. I got stuff to do. Correct. So then this is the thing. And I get it because I own multiple. And I used to, you know this. I said, hey, I want to be super, make a lot of money. And I did, but I wasn't a present dad. Mm -hmm. So you have to find balance. But when you're in the process of grinding, you can say, well, I need to work. I need to work. I need to work so I can build an empire for my children. Now, people's situations are different. If you're a hardworking dad with no mom, or no woman that's bringing in anything, then that makes sense. If you're a mom with no father help or you're a single mom, whatever that looks like, then it makes sense. But if you have mom and dad present, which is rare, right? Do what you can for the kids, for the family. Because you can make so much, you can make billions. But if you're just sending money and you're working, Right, because those the kids memories. are going to grow up one yeah, day and the relationship is going to be bad. Listen, out of three kids that I have, my three, two of them love me more than everyone in the world, including their mom, okay? One of them, who's the baby, 
doesn't love me like the other ones. <laughs> and it is is I'm a competitor. So I'm kind of mad about it. You get what I'm saying? Not mm. mad. Wait, hold on. I'm not mad, but I'm like, well, where did I go wrong on this one? It didn't. Everyone's different. But until listen, when she realized who's the breadwinner and who she needs to get things from and who she who's going to be at those soccer games and who's going to hold her accountable and who's going to love on her. She'll be the one that probably she's still young too. terribly young. Yeah. And she's a Sagittarius like me. Well, there you go. We'll probably bump heads every, every, yeah. and I just see it. I just see that that's going to be the one where <laughs> there's going to be extra whoopings. I'm telling you right now, Maya, extra whoopings are coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to just let her be a sad. Oh my gosh. And she just loves her mom to death. And I'm like, but why you can't be like the other two? Different, different personalities. I'm just kidding, man. D- different personalities. For absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. For sure. So definitely, um, um, family time, uh, learning when to say no. Facts. Uh, anything else? That's got to be, they got to be number one. Everything you have to do is for them. Mm. And it has to be in the best interest of the family. I see. You know what I mean? So, guys, we've talked about sales, business, mindset, and family. And I think what we want to do now is kind of do some things that I want to leave you guys off with. I want you to tell people, give me, give me three messages based on this concept. You ready? Go ahead. This is the concept. I want you guys all to pay attention to this, by the way. Tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. What are three things that they need to hear? That you're enough, which means you can do it, right? You're, you're, you're great within who you are. Um, perfection doesn't exist. And yeah, you got me on the spot. I probably could have wrote three better ones. You are enough. Perfection doesn't exist. And just do it. Mm. Just fucking do it. Make a decision. Yeah. Just do it. Those are the things because knowing you're enough means you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to go. What was the second one I said again? Um, no, I'm, no, I'm forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> but the main one was just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Make it happen. You're right. We're going to make mistakes in life anyway. Of course. Make it based on if it was, let's try it out. So you're saying you're enough. Absolutely, you're enough. The second one was make a decision. That was the third one, but the second one can be you're enough. First one is you're enough. Uh The second one is make a decision. And the third one is don't dwell in the past. Okay, got it. So fresh three. Don't don't dwell in the past. Don't, Don't dwell in the past. Got it. So if that was the real, if that was the last thing you ever had to say to people on earth and then it was goodbye for you, that's what you'd say? No, that's not it. <laughs> Look at that. There we that, go. That was not it. <laughs> Dig a little deeper. If, <laughs> if I'm dying on the bed, I'd say things that I would have, what I want everyone else to know. Yeah. I'd say don't give a fuck about anybody's opinions. That's number one. That's one. Two. Make as much money for you can that you can for your family and create the greatest legacy ever. Mm-hmm. And three, create those memories and love those kids and love those and love that love that family the same way you made you made that money. Create those memories. And that that would be my if I'm dying, that's what I would tell people. Because listen, if you're making a lot of money, but it's just for you, man, that's not it's not it. 
Yeah. If it's for your reason why and your purpose to people you love, that's exactly it. Mm. And you re- and you make the money so you can create great memories. We're, two th- these things are for sure. We were born and we're going to die and yeah. we're going to pay taxes. Unless we're Indian, right? Or your name's Donald Trump. Unless you're Trumpy. <laughs> but listen, or Nike. But listen, those are the for real the three things that I would say. Yeah. Fuck opinions. Make as much money as you possibly can. Create the greatest memories with the people you love. Mm, I got to write that down. You're welcome. So. You're on the desk. FCK opinions. Nah. Make money. Yes. Kill life. Create memories. Create the greatest memories. And guess what? You're going to create the greatest memories because you have the money. Right. Imagine they're teaching you about history and they say, yeah, this is what happened in Paris. And this is what happened at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened in Europe, wherever. This is what happened in Africa, right? Yeah. Now imagine you can actually go to those places with your kids. Right. And say, yeah, this is right here where, you know. Yeah. This is right here where this happened. What's so, a, how good is that? To, how good is it to, or how good of a feeling is it to know that? I'm providing providing things and showing doing memories that not many other people can do. Right. That's got to be elite. Yeah. Guys, we're going to uh, clean up this podcast here towards the end because I know you guys have some questions and I'm going to circle back on just two that I have. What are three of the best businesses for people to start so they can make that type of money? Are you asking me with? A business just, just that based can start on the, you with, said with you, no money. You well, said F opinions, make as much money as you can for your family, create memories. So in regards to making as much money as possible, yeah. what would be three businesses, three different businesses that a person could start? Immediately that, that could be a good vehicle for that. Immediately, these are things that are needed. What actually you should be asking me what's needed that you can make a lot of money in. Financial literacy slash credit is for sure one. Yeah. Two, two would be, two <laughs> would be solar. <laughs> no, 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 no. What are the businesses? Like the business type? Are you saying a credit repair business would oh, be one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Are you asking me industries? Yes. Industries. Business fine. ideas that will I, that I can make a lot of money in. That that you've seen it already. It's credit for sure. Okay, credit business, everybody. But you got to get your credit right first. Absolutely. Okay. Coaching. Got it. Which, like, Which is what do? I'm doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And third would be, and I'm just broad with it, and third would be solar. Absolutely, because that's where we're going. I, I second that. The installation company makes millions. What about real estate? Real estate as well, but not being a realtor. Mm. Being a real estate what, a developer. Or a broker. Being a broker. But which you have to become a, a real a real estate agent first for a couple of years, right? An investor, you can find properties and you can sell them. You can get under get them under contract, and then sell them to an investor and make ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars without ever using your credit, touching your own money. Yeah, just giving someone else an opportunity. That's what that is. Hey, you got the money here. Come buy it. Yeah. Credit business, coaching, solar, real, real estate, real invest. estate, which I'm in that too. Yeah. Real estate. Yeah, real estate. And these are things that are never going to, you're always going to. Not gonna, real estate agent. Not an agent. Listen, you're always going to need, there's always going to be some kind of real estate. Need houses to live, to live in, to buy, 
to sell, right? Mm-hmm. That's a necessity. The way we're going solar, we want to get rid of PG&E. Right. We want to get rid of the electric. We want to pay less money. We want to be, you know, more energy efficient. That's two. Credit is the most important thing. Credit slash financial literacy because I need to know how I'm investing this money, right? And I need the credit to borrow money, whether it's starting a business, buying a house, buying an apartment complex, renting, whatever, buying five vehicles to put them on Turo or whatever that looks like so I can rent those out and make more money and the people renting them can be paying it off. There's so many different things. And then then coaching. There's so much money in coaching slash education. So for me, I want to add on to what you were saying. Home services, plumber, roofer, HVAC, because the... The, the right construction, the value of every ticket, Absolutely. meaning it's thousands of dollars. The person is paying not 50. Well, guess who also now just got into roofing? You did. HVAC. Right. Trying to Home services, uh, financial business, meaning right. broker, lender. Oh, my God. I think that's where it's at. <laughs> the money is always in the lending. The person who's lending you the money says, hey, well, I'm going to lend you this, but I'm yeah. going to charge you way more money. Right. Yeah, because nothing's going to happen with real estate, solar or home services without without the lender. Absolutely. Somebody's got to give them the money first in order in order to do it. Um, What about a landscape? We own that. lawn care. Yeah, we need we own that, too. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Let me put lawn care on here. I hope you guys wrote this down, by the way. Yeah. Well, you can write it in the... Yeah, of course. Lawn care. Why lawn care? Depending on where you're at. Because listen, people don't want to get out there and cut the grass in 800 degree weather, right? And that's another thing. People don't want to go do the nails. But the eight, you know, Chinese people will do your nails, right? Mm. We are in a spoiled country where we don't want to do things. So we will pay for those things. Convenience. I mean, think about it. 10 years ago where, where people, you couldn't call people to deliver food to the house last night, last night I, uh, I ordered some Uber eats and something came to the house yesterday. You ordered, uh, I think it was Uber eats and it came to the office. Now that now that the, the order was wrong two days ago, the order was wrong, DoorDash. but they still came DoorDash. Yeah. We care in America, man. We care about convenience. And I also care about holding people accountable. That's why you. So went when back they get your order moment. wrong, you got to let them know. You got to go back there and say, "What the <laughs> f- is going on? <laughs> give me my food and give me my money back." I love it. Which they should have. All right. Um, so there we go. I, I went back. I knew. I. I'm sure you guys are going to have a question like, "Oh, what? Yeah. What business ideas?" Um, so let me end it this way. Um. What question do you think is the most important one for someone to ask themselves in today's economy? They got a family, they got a nine to five, they make a lot of money, but then it goes all the way out the window. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the most important question they, they need to answer to get out of that situation? They feel like they're stuck in the rat race. They feel like they, they, they get two steps ahead and then it's like four steps back. It's, it goes into all the stuff with mindset. Discipline, mentor. I don't want to be your mentor. I want to be your friend tour. <laughs> right? So, yeah. So, what, what, what do you accountability. Think, what, what do you think what question they, they need to answer? The question they need to answer from someone like me. We're back. Ready? All right, go. Okay. The question they have to ask themselves is, not only who do I want to be, but what am I willing to sacrifice in order to be that person? Mm. That's what I would say. 
I love that. Okay. Guys, this has been Devore Darkens Live Podcast. My brother here, Michael Washington, Credit God, Lawn Care God, Solar, Mogul. Solar Mogul. God, Entrepreneur, God, whatever you want to call Champ, it. Is that Champ. blasphemy if I say that? Not really, but we'll, we'll, we can make a joke. I think people it. get it. It's a joke, right? Yeah. Don't don't take this too seriously. Action action taker. Action taker. Family man. Absolutely. First and foremost, man of God. Man of God. Father. Um, brother. Good friend. Great friend. That's it. So where can people follow you? You can follow me at Facebook at Mike Wash. Mm-hmm. Instagram at Mike Wash CEO. Same thing on we'll link it, obviously, Snapchat, below. Mike Wash CEO. And I think TikTok is Mike Wash or Mike Wash CEO. <laughs> no, we're bigger than that now. Action taker wash. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for checking out today's show. Uh, if you're wondering about how to discover your purpose in life, right now you can go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It'll help you discover your purpose and comes with a free video to show you how. Also, if you are looking for mentorship, as we stated throughout this entire show, you can also schedule a link in my bio as well. It's called a life audit call. And maybe, just maybe, I can help you. All right, guys, take care, and I'll see you. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. <laughs>